This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I am so thrilled you're here. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It's my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories. This thing called life can be challenging, and my guests share their amazing stories, wisdom, and life lessons that demonstrate anyone can choose happiness. You see, happiness is a journey, not a destination. I am Sandy Scarlatta, America's happiness coach, author of Happiness Solved. I'm also a retired U.S. national and international figure skating coach. I have a gold medal in ice dancing. I've been a certified life coach since 2004, and I've been inspiring others to shift their mindset and choose happiness for over 20 years. I am so excited to share that my next book is coming out soon. I am a co-author in the fastest growing personal development book series in the world with Jim Lutz and Jim Britt. The really cool thing is that the foreword was written by the one and only Les Brown, and for my copies, I'm on the cover with him. If you would like a free copy when it's available, email me at sandy at sandyscarlotta.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I am so grateful for you. Today's guest is Kel Adore. Kel radiates a rare authenticity and sheer talent for revealing the deepest part of human emotion through intimate storytelling. Her mission is simple, to uncover truth and help people feel understood. She is the LA-based pop artist and model, and she doesn't aim to merely entertain, but to feed the soul. She believes that music has a special way of connecting us and reminding us of what matters most, especially when it is brutally honest. So today we're going to talk about her latest single, Happy Again. She is so wise beyond her years, and you're going to love this conversation. Kel Adore, welcome. It's so, so amazing to have you here. I don't think I've even had anybody as an as a singer, songwriter, artist as of yet on my podcast. What? So thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me and what an honor. I'm the first musician you have. So thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to be here today. I've had, who was it? Limp B the drummer from Limp Biscuit. His daughter oh. was a guest. Okay. Okay. <laughs> a little bit of connection there. <laughs> yeah. That's probably the closest I've had since, yeah, since I've been doing this the past year and a half, but your music is beautiful. Your voice is just absolutely heavenly. Just oh absolutely my heavenly. Gosh. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So well, it's always fun. I, I, I was just saying, it's always fun when people hear my music for the first time. So thank you for listening. And um, just, yeah, excited for you to hear it. Yeah. How long have you been doing this? So I started songwriting really ever since I can remember, like when I was a little girl, just kind of making up little songs. And then I think the first time that I really kind of not like wrote it down, but memorized something and called it a song, I was maybe seven years old. And so ever since then, music's been a big part of my life. I grew up taking voice lessons with my sister and, um, you know, performing at the local events and all of those fun things. And then um, I actually, once I kind of graduated high school, was like, you know, I I need a good job and I need to make money. And so I ended up going to school for economics and totally, 
you know, went the practical route, I guess you could say, and started working in corporate America. Um, but I was always writing songs and there just came this point where I was like, what am I doing? Like music is my calling. This is what's most fulfilling. And so after that point, I started to kind of make some pretty bad demos and just kind of experiment until it led me to where I am today, where, you know, I can make music that I'm really proud of and excited to release. So um, that's kind of how I got to where I'm at. No, that's a, that's great. And, and kudos to you for following your dream because life is so short. (laughs) It is. It flies by like that. And, um, you know, you have to be doing what, you know, even if it's just a side hustle, right? Like until you can get to the point where you can do it full time. Right. And I think some people, I think maybe get overwhelmed about, oh, like, what does it look like to pursue my dreams or to do that thing I always wanted to do? But for me, it's really just been taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. There's no such thing as an overnight success. And it's like, okay, every day, if I can do at least one thing for my music and for my passion and my creativity. I mean, over time that adds up and it leads you to places you can't even imagine. Mm, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I work with um, some, I work with elite athletes um, as their mindset coach, sports psychology coach, whatever you want to call it. I'm not a sports psychologist, but, um, but I've been, been in that arena for 50 years, pretty much. Amazing. Um, I know I don't, I don't look a hundred, but no, (laughs) I would have never guessed. I would have never guessed. (laughs) But here's the thing that I tell my clients. It's like every day you don't have to, you know, shoot too high. Like every day, just 1%, 1% better, Mm, 1% better every day, you know, And, and, and it's those little steps that incremental steps that will get you there. You know, I love that. Yeah, well, something I love your I would... mindset. <laughs> well, it's good to hear from, you know, a, a coach as yourself, a mindset coach that it's it's on the right track. But yeah, I, I think another kind of concept I've been thinking about with kind of my music and my goals is really just living your dream life at scale. And so, you know, there might be a lot of people that are like, oh, my my dream is to sell out stadiums and like that's going to be what makes me happy in life. But that's more just kind of a goal and not really living your purpose. But you can still live your purpose at a smaller scale and go, oh, I'm writing songs or I'm, you know, training. If you're an athlete, I'm training every day and I'm doing what I love. And you can still find fulfillment even in the small ways as it's compounding over time. Absolutely. Because as we all know, to get to the point where you're selling out crowds, I mean, that takes a lot of work and a lot of time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So what's the biggest crowd so far that you've been able to perform in front of? At the moment, I would say maybe two or 3,000, which was pretty good. You know, just when you kind of stand there and see that and you're like, oh, wow, this is a lot of people in one room. Um, But for me, too, I think a lot of it is about connecting with that one person. So even if it is a big crowd, having that one-on-one connection is what's most important. And that's what I try to bring into my performances and into my shows is how can I connect with just people on an individual level and an individual um, kind of connection. So how do you do that when you're performing? 
Well, back to mindset. I think for me, it's, it's really about before my shows kind of getting in the right headspace to just be myself and to just kind of be in the moment and to think about, you know, the music and what I'm trying to convey. Um, and then when I'm on stage, I think it's just really trying to, to share myself and share my music authentically. And that's what kind of breaks through the crowd. You know, rather than trying to pull attention and trying to pull people, look at me, look at me. It's like, I want to find that one person in the audience who, you know, I need to look them in the eye when I sing this line or just those little things that I think are um, really fun for me when I'm on stage. I love it. Now, you say that um, your mission is simple to uncover truth and help people feel understood. So how do you feel like you're able to get that across to, to other people through your music? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I've heard some people talk about music as, um, or, or songwriting specifically, as kind of like a challenge to uncover truth. Like if you think about physics or you think about these scientists and how, you know, they, they're trying to write these laws and, and discover these truths and then they put it out in, you know, the educational realm. Um, like gravity, the law of gravity. It's just like something we all experience that's true. And I think music has the way of doing that on more of an emotional level, you know? And so for me, it's as I'm writing, how can I share stories that are, you know, painting a picture and yet broad enough for someone to apply it to themselves that they can find the truth and how it applies to their life. And also they can find kind of that connection of like, oh, if somebody else went through this, maybe I'm not alone. And, you know, I think with a back to my first heartbreak, right? Everyone's first heartbreak is like the worst thing you can experience in your life at the time, because it just feels like so personal, like no one else could feel this way. And then, you know, I think you go through it and you grow up and you realize everyone feels this way at different points and about different things and people. So um, I think I just try to be as open and, um, and real as I can. And that that can be the, the little nugget I share of truth and of people feeling like, Hey, I'm not alone in this world. Right. Oh, and that's such a huge thing because you're right. I mean, people, when you go through that first breakup, um, yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> And I just had this thought, I just had this thought uh, and I was trying to think, okay, let's, let's, or, or we can make a joke or we can just, be <laughs> but I was thinking about, you know, I, I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. Yes. So do you write about your breakups? <laughs> you know, what's you're going to have like a, a line of men like that are like, you know, in your songs, no, I'm, I'm, I'm totally making a joke here, but. No, but totally. And well, it's it's funny because I've actually heard Taylor Swift quote um, when someone asked her a similar question. She was like, no one asks Ed Sheeran about or Bruno Mars about, you know, why they're always writing about their love story. Like, it's just the human experience of love and loss. But what I will say is what's fun about my music and what I love is every line might be inspired by something different, whether it's a personal experience or whether it's my co-writer's personal experiences or a friend, a book, family members. I can say like, when I'm in the songwriting room, no one is safe. <laughs> and I've definitely drawn inspiration from, you know, close friends and 
also my own. And, and I think um, having kind of that combination of inspiration is really what helps kind of move the storytelling along and really kind of drive home the point of like, this is what I want to say in this song. Mm, love it. So I just listened to your song, Happy Again, of course, because this is Happiness Solved Podcast. Yes. And I wasn't sure, you know, obviously the title, you never know what you're going to hear. And I listened <laughs> to the words and I'm like, I love that. And I know what I what I felt like it meant to me, but what was what does that mean to you? What What is the basis of that song? Yeah. So in my life, I have always had a hard, hard time letting go. I say like I've left claw marks on everyone I've ever loved, on everything I've ever loved. You know, I grew up moving around and it's it's been really hard for me to learn how to let go because I think I just I do love so hard. And so what is interesting about this song is sonically it's it's very tropical and upbeat and kind of mystical. But the lyrics are actually kind of devastating. You know, you hear, oh, happy again. This is going to be a fun song. But it's really about kind of that hope and that yearning of, you know, maybe things will work out and and I just can't let it go. Um, and so this this is really what it kind of comes down to is we all kind of struggle with those things. But at the end of the day, I think life is kind of a series of cycles. And I think that, you know, in my life, I have seen you can be happy again, whether it is by leaving a certain situation or, you know, changing your environment or whatever it is, but um, happiness will come again. I love it. And it's so true because we all go, you know, life is a, is a series of ebbs and flows, a roller coaster ride, however you want to look at it. <laughs> and if you choose it, you can always be happy again. A thousand yeah. percent. And I will believe that till I'm on my deathbed taking my last breath. I've said that multiple times, but it is. So <laughs> it is. It is. And and I think it it's also, you know, it takes a lot of work and intention behind it. Um, I, I think there was a time that I would kind of deny my own feelings and just be like, oh no, everything's fine, I'm okay. But really I wasn't okay. But by kind of taking a hard look at that and and taking the time to go, okay, what is going on? And, and what do I need to do with myself to improve and to help my mental health? Um, at the end of the day, there does come a point where you, you do have to let go and you do have to move forward and you have to, um, you know, seek that happiness. Yeah, for sure. So for you, as an up and coming, extremely talented musician, songwriter, what do you do? And what can, any personal experience that you can share with the listeners, because you're going to have your bad days and you're going to have your ups and your downs, especially in your industry. I mean, that's a very competitive industry, as we all know. And it's it's hard to to break through sometimes, right? Yes. I, I've never been in it, but I just, as an outsider, <laughs> you know, in, yes. you know, we know, we all know. So what can, what do you do? when you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm trying so hard, I'm doing everything. And you know, how do you pick up your and pull up your big girl pants and kind of like move on? <laughs> yes, yes, that's a good question. Because I feel that way, probably on a weekly, if not daily basis of just, it is so much work. I mean, being an artist really is like being a CEO in a lot of ways, like you are running your own business. And there's so many facets that go on into it. So 
definitely I do have my times of, you know, feeling overwhelmed, but I think for me, it's going back to what is my purpose and what's the point? So what, why am I doing this? Am I doing this so that I can, you know, be famous? The answer is no for me, right? Like, I don't think the goal for any artist should be fame. I think the goal, at least in my opinion, is it should be sharing your message, sharing your light and connecting with people. And so when I get overwhelmed, I just go back to that and I go, okay, look how far I've come, number one. And number two is like, so what? I'm I'm doing this so I can connect one-on-one. And, you know, when somebody sends me a video of them listening to my song on their drive, or when they say, hey, this really helped me. I just went through this situation. Like, those are the moments of, wow, like, this is so worth it. And even when things get overwhelming, it's, you got to go back to the why. I love that. I know listeners want to see that, but I, I, two fingers, I pointed at at Kel when she said that because (laughs) it's, it really is. It comes to no matter what you're doing in life, it comes down to what is your why? Why are you doing this? But I love how you also said you're celebrating your wins because that's so important. You said, look how far I've come. And that's so important every day to say, what did I do today to move myself forward, to move that needle a little bit, that 1%. Yes. Yeah. What a great message. And I and also, I feel like you said, you know, fame isn't the thing. It's, it's you want to connect. And I feel like that authenticity is going gonna, is gonna to bring you more listeners and, and expand your audience because people are going to recognize that authenticity and, and who wants to be a one hit wonder anyway. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, no. And I think that especially, you know, for artists who I, I think that truly like they, they want to just, you know, share their talent and they love music, but I think there are a lot of young artists and new artists, especially that Um, It takes them time to kind of figure out why and what, and that's okay, right? We all have the journey, but once you can nail that in, it's great. And um, back to what you were saying about kind of just the progress and celebrating your wins. It was funny. I was talking to my sister the other day and she was like, I'm so proud of you. Look how far you've come. And I was thinking that day, it was one of my days I was overwhelmed and I was like, really? Like, have I really come that far? I was like, no, I, I think I have like, and, and it's important to, especially in this industry to surround yourself with people who are, um, kind of on your side and going to build you up and you can give back to them too, by building them up, but it can be cutthroat and you have to be smart about who you end up working with or surrounding yourself with, which voices you listen to and which voices you say, well, that's, that's not true or that's not right or that's not me. Um, so I'd say that's another important thing is just surrounding yourself with good people. Mm-hmm. And you know what? No matter what industry you're in and what career path you're on, that's important, really. Mm-hmm. Because while we may think that your family are the ones that are the, the, those that are going to support you, sometimes you do have family that are like, mm, why are you doing <laughs> And they don't like, they're the ones, sometimes your family can be the people that are not going to be the supportive ones. And so you really do have to learn who is it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point too, because I think that, um, I've also had to distinguish like who is a friend and who is family and who is a fan and who is someone on my team. Right. And so as long as you can navigate who, 
who's who. <laughs> um, you know, I have different expectations for my friends and family than I do for people that I'm actively working with or than I do for my fans. And, you know, I can't expect certain people to, um, to hold every role, right? Right. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Have you come across anybody that is just there because they, they want something from you? Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> I but I think, happens a lot. Yeah, yeah, you know, when I first moved to LA, um, I was getting reached out to by a lot of different people just on Instagram or TikTok or just people wanting to connect, you know, people love to network and it's a great place to do it in LA. But there have been a few situations where I've met with people and you know, they, they promise the world. They are like, Oh my gosh, like you're going to be famous. And it's like, hold up red flag. Like you just want my money. And then they give you all these false promises. And so I do think you have to be very wise and people that just want to, um, take advantage of talent and, um, you've got to be smart. I mean, back to Taylor Swift, she is an incredible businesswoman. Like she is strategic and smart and knows what she's doing. And I think that's also a big part of her success. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And her, her father has been a huge influence in that as well. Um, yes. I actually, spoke, I spoke with her father once years ago. Totally wow. Random. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. It was totally random. It was in a, it was in a job that I had and I was trying to recruit um, financial advisors and oh. he just happened to pick up the phone and cause that's what he does. <laughs> Interesting. And it was bizarre yeah. that I was actually talking to Taylor Swift's <laughs> father, um, and he sent me some guitar picks of hers. But oh, uh, but that's really in in her situation, especially like because her father's such a savvy business yes. person. Anyway, that 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 really was was a great plus for her for sure. All right, yeah. so back to you. Um, you say that the next chapter of your story is set to be announced this summer. Have you announced something? Do you have an announcement to make? I have an announcement. Um, I will be announcing it next week on all of my socials. So okay, July this 15th. This is going to be released for, this is going to be a couple of months out. So it'll oh, be old news by the time. Okay. Well, wonderful. Yes, I have an announcement and I will happily share here. I have my next single coming out and it's called Still a Child. I'm so excited about this one. It's kind of a song that, explores, you know, how we never really grow up and we're always that kid at heart. And even when life throws us, you know, all of the crazy things that it will, and we go through the ringer, um, who we are has always been inside of us. And if we can return to that version of ourselves, that childlike version, that will really um, guide us. And, and we're all just still children. I love it. I love it. My very first book um, was a novel for young adults. And the second, the second one was finished, but was never published. And so I, I really don't like it when I haven't finished what I've started. So I'm in the process of finishing the series and I'm just going to put it out as one book. Okay. And the whole, the whole theme of it and, and in the, the, the main character experiences the situation where she's in a coma and she sees herself as a little girl and the little girl mm. looks up at her and says, how did we get this way? And the whole premise of the book is that, we already know who we are inside of us. We just have to remember. Yes. Who that person is. 
I love it. Okay. This song will be the theme song for your book then. Cause literally when we were writing it, um, I had a quote running through my mind, which is the journey of finding yourself is really just a journey of returning to yourself. And that was a big part of our inspiration. So yeah, this, this will be the theme song for your book. (laughs) And for the movie when it is. And the movie. (laughs) Yes. The movie credits will have it. Yes putting that out there awesome I love it I love it well Kel this has been such an amazing conversation you are so wise beyond your years wow. oh you're so I sweet love talking with you. thank you yeah is there anything else you want to share that we haven't touched on we, we still have some time left but yeah you know I think just for anyone listening and you know just this is the happiness solved podcast. So I think it's appropriate to say, like, if you are someone who is, um, you know, maybe struggling right now and and in the darkness and not able to see the light yet, um, it is there. The light is there. And I know that, you know, as you move through your life, the clouds will come and go, but you can be happy again. And um, I just, I really hope that my music helps you feel that way. And so please, you know, go listen. I'm on all streaming platforms. You can follow me on social media at Kellador Music or at Kellador. Um, And thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for having me, Sandy. Oh, Kel, it was just completely my honor. And I just wish you all of the success that you have coming to you. And then I can look back and say, she was on my podcast. (laughs) We were here. It's amazing. All right. Well, best of luck to you, Cal. Thank you so much. You have a good one. Thank you. You too. Take care. I certainly hope that you enjoyed today's interview. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I hope that you and your family are healthy and safe and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone.